hey hey welcome everyone welcome back to just tiffany podcast a monroe bishop production it's your girl your host the one and only tiffany on any given day i do it scared i do it all alone i do that shit i love me i choose me sorry i love me and fuck them people so i am so excited so before i get started before i say anything else go get your journal Go get your journal. Go get your journal. Okay. Also, I want to announce that I am a I'm now an affiliate of Elevate Ropes, Timeless Ropes, and Gratitude Ropes. So I will put those links in the um the section below. And therefore, if you want a jump rope, you know somebody who jump rope, get you a jump rope and use my code and get 10% off. Now Tonight, I am so excited. Everybody has been waiting. I have been getting text messages or instant messages about when is Germany coming to the podcast because I kept announcing it every week and every week something happened and I didn't record, but we are doing this tonight. I am so excited to continue my series on In the Company of Women. The last episode that we uh, that I talked that I talked about this was with my good friend Mika. This week it is Germany. She is coming to talk everything, friendship, no filter, and I am super excited about this conversation with her. Um, it's much anticipated. Uh, we're both finally able to coordinate schedules. I also miss Dana's as well. So I will get Dana back on the calendar for March because we definitely um, want to have that conversation with her. You know, I have such an array of different women in my life and their view and their values when it comes to friendship is so different. It's just really different. And like I've always, like I always say, and I always repeat myself, you know, friendship is an anomaly to me. And I'm just curious as to how women think about it and how you show up in your friendships um, with the women in your life. So without further ado, the one and only Miss Germany Dorsey. Yay! All right, we on we on the recording now, Miss Germany. Hey, hey! Welcome to Just Tiffany podcast, and please do me the honor of calling me Tiffany. I know I got I go by many names. I show up as many people, but tonight I'm Tiffany. I'm I'm the Tiffany personality. <laughs> gotcha, Tiffany. So welcome to Just Tiffany podcast. So everybody, as you know, I'm doing this uh, series in the company of women, and so. As I mentioned earlier in my introduction, my second guest to the podcast is Miss Germany Dorsey. The I like to call her the professional friendshipper. I ain't never seen nobody like it ever. <laughs> <laughs> never <Love>. ever. <laughs> so how did we meet, Miss Germany? Well, we met, if I can remember, I think about it over has it been a year? Yes, it has been a year, I believe. We met online Ooh. in, a, in a, uh, a group that actually was meant for friendships. What was it called? Black Women Developing Friendships? Something like that. Yes, Black Women Developing Friendships. And, you know, the way they had it set up, we had a little Houston chat. 
And I used to uh, just see you peek in and peek your little head out. And you really never said nothing. Of course, I looked at your page and I was just like, oh, I like her. Mm-hmm. And then just the way you were, I think I've told you before many times, you were just just very reserved to me. And I'm like, okay, I see a lot of personality on that face. And I know she's not that quiet. <laughs> so I wanted to, I really wanted to just get to know you better. Because I, I have always just been intrigued by people who are quiet. Because mm-hmm. I talk a lot. So if you're talking a lot like me, I already know what you all about. But if you quiet, I want to know like, okay, what's inside her head? What's inside his head? So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much um, how so I stalked you out. Did I like, <laughs> did I, I think I, I came in your inbox or something. Did I slide in your DM? You never did. We have a conversation before we met. Or your PM? No, you know what? We, but the first time we met in person was at the Black History. So it has been a year. Yes. It's been a year this month. So the first time we met was at, uh, I think, the restaurant Grace, not Gracie's, but some restaurant. Yeah, it was near um, that black that museum we went to for Black History yeah. to see the. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a nice yeah. little quaint. Um, and that was our first time coming face to face because I did see you moving and shaking and doing your thing. So I've always wanted to action. I'm pretty sure I already have. So we just giving people backstories since we already know each other. But okay. so how do you? Because you are very um popular in friendship Facebook groups. How do you, like, you saw you saw me as like, oh, mm, okay, she's interesting. I want to get to know. How do you identify who you want to get to know and where do you go with these relationships? So to be totally 100% honest with you, when identifying, I use, like, people to me that are different. You mm-hmm. know, because many people on Facebook, they come in, they give their introduction, if they pushing a lead in with a business, I'm not interested at all because I'm I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to give you my money before I get to know you. That that that's a 100% turn off to me. Right. But I can tell when people are just simply genuine and they want to get to know somebody mm-hmm. just by reading what they put. So if it's something that intrigues me, mm-hmm. and I can't just pinpoint exactly what it is, but I know that after I finish reading a person's intro, I'll be like, oh, okay, I like her. And then, I, then that will make me comment. Okay. Yeah. And then, so if they reciprocate, then I will, I'm a natural, just take the lead kind of person. Mm. So I'll take the lead and say, hey, well, let's get together. Because I'm like, if we in a friendship group, what's the point of just leaving it at a post? Especially if you saying that you want to get to know people. So right. I don't mind taking the lead and just introducing myself, uh, saying, hey, you want to, let's go to brunch, lunch, or dinner. And so that's how I do. And that's just where it is. Yeah, cause it, it, you know, watching you last year, cause we was getting to know each other last year. Mm-hmm. So for those of us, for those of you who don't know us, and you know, I don't really talk about Germany a lot, but we are FIPs. Okay, <laughs> which is friends in progress. You know, where we're getting, we're getting to know each other and trying to establish, you know, where we fit into each other's lives and. You know who we are as women and how far we want to go because honestly you know you could be friends with somebody but there's levels to friendship so i definitely right. respect the process because i know in the past yes. as women i know i've been guilty of it like you just jump full force you think because you know you meet some woman and she's having the same issues you having y'all automatically friends then y'all start oversharing and then she telling your business you know what i'm saying right. so it's definitely right. a um it's a process to it so tell, so tell, I, your, your, 
journey through, I don't know how much you want to share, but just mm-hmm. tell us everybody a little bit about your friendship journey growing up where you were as opposed to who you are now as a woman and a friend. Okay, growing up, it was so very interesting, Monroe, because I went to so many different schools. Mm-hmm. Because we live in a uh, inner city neighborhood and the schools were not really good. My mother was one of those women who sought out different schools. So we were on the metro bus, uh, getting to our school bus, and then going to school. So I said that to say that because when the district found out we lived out of district, we got kicked out. But my mother did not care about that. She found another address for us to use. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger... I never stayed still enough to establish friendships until I got to the, well, sixth and seventh grade, because I still know some people from the sixth and seventh grade. Mm. But just to give you a, a little background, and I don't I don't have any friends from elementary, like I see them on Facebook just because Facebook connects people. Mm. But from in elementary, I went to, if I can recall, three or four schools. Junior high, I went to two. High school, I went to three high schools. So I never had a footing to where I felt like I was somewhere long enough to establish friendship. Mm-hmm. And then for me, and I've told you this before, I'm a very friendly person. So I never thought I needed friends because anywhere I went, I could talk to somebody. I never just thought to like, oh, let me get your number so we can stay in touch. That wasn't really just important to me, I guess, because I was younger. So when I was 21, I met a um girl who's my who's still my friend um who i identified then as my best friend i met her at 21 and um i'd had my baby by then my first baby so she was really just the only person that i hung out with the only person that was stable in my life that i considered an actual friend Mm -hmm. met her at 21 at a event called black women something the oh the 100 women of the black the coalition of 100 black women that's Mm -hmm. where i met her and we just literally clicked. So I've known her for 20 years now. So it, but what happened was, was she was having and making a lot of friends, but she was my only friend, oh, like my okay. only friend. And I did not realize that until we fell out mm. that she was my only friend because when we fell out, I didn't really have anybody else to talk to mm-hmm. or any or anybody else that I had a relationship that was as close as that relationship. Right. So I was left in the world like by myself while she had gone on, you know, to other still discover with her other friends. So it was in that moment. And I'll tell you, I'm all the way up now until my 30s. That was in my latter 30s, like when I was 35. So that was a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started joining. That's actually when I started joining Facebook groups mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. Well, really, well, no, almost, almost nine years ago. So it's been eight years. So I'm not new to meeting people online. Mm-hmm. I've done it. And I was a part of this group called black marriage development, black, black marriage rocks. <coughs> Got in that group, met a lot of people. And it was at that moment in my life where I decided, okay, I'm not going to hone in to just one person. Right. I'm going to make sure I make many friends so that I won't be alone in this world. I tell you what, you got so many people who I guess consider you a, more of a friend than you are to them. And these women out here fighting over mm-hmm. you in these Facebook streets, girl. That, that's a lie. <laughs> you, you was a lie. <laughs> you know what? 
so with you saying that, because I want to bring a lot of clarity to that. Um, I'm a Christian, and so I know that I I know that I'm anointed. I know that. And what I know is, like, after dealing with people for a while, people are not necessarily drawn to me, because I know how I can be. People are drawn to the anointing, and they just don't know it. Mm -hmm. So they're they really drawn to the what God has deposited in me, and when I meet them, I'll share it. So that's what makes people like, oh, my God, I love you. I did. Like, some people, their responses to me, that they, it even makes me take, like, a couple of steps back, because I'm like, I know myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not that nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. I am, but I know myself just right. genuinely down to the core of who I am. You right. know? And so when, when when I hear what different people have to say about me or, you know, that I made them believe in friendship again, I, I wanted to be that person because I believe I shared with you when we did that event, um, Sisters Authentically Connecting. Right. For me, I knew my experience of just being lonely. Mm -hmm. And I never want another woman to feel that way. So I am, I'm always cognizant of, when I walk in the room, I'm going to speak to everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at what you have on or how you look or how you're presenting yourself to determine whether I want to get to know you or not. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's where people stay surface. I'm like, okay, I want to get to know people who really want to get to know me. And then you asked the question earlier, how do I determine where I'm going to take it? It's just not me. It's both people. Mm -hmm. Because I've been the person like I will reach out and 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 reach out, and reach out until I just know that a person is just not interested. So they just not even responding mm -hmm. at all. Cause I give a people, I give people a lot of grace and I'm also aware of, in our forties, people have things going on, mm -hmm. but on the flip side of that, I'm also aware of uh, that you need to reciprocate too. Right. So I don't have like a set time, like, Oh, if I give, I'm going to give her 12 weeks. And if she doesn't reciprocate, then it's not a friendship anymore. I don't think about it like that. I know when I'm being released from somebody, like it's an inner thing. I can just feel it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that was that. I was there to deposit that. Right. And she got what she needed from me. And now we both moved on. So I don't, I don't take that offensively. Mm -hmm. I take it as though I was a blessing to that person. And that person blessed me too. And then it's just, it wasn't meant for us to be friends. It was meant for us to have a little season together and they've gone on. I don't even know why I'm even a part of Facebook groups, to be honest with you, because I like why? that. Because I like the idea of what it does. And I like the idea of me possibly, you know, making acquaintances, making friendships and, to, and just having people in my life. But then I, I, but but then I don't want it either. It's like, I, 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 listen, I'm that one that's like you say, you just, I was lonely too in, in elementary and middle school. And I think I've come so accustomed to that. Mm -hmm. And because when I was a friend to somebody, I got hurt so much. I just don't have a desire to just put myself out there and just be transparent and just receive mm -hmm. anything that just comes my way. I like the idea of it, but it, I just, I just don't want it to some degree. Now for a period there, mm -hmm. I was desperate for it. Like I even started this, um, group called Houston lady gang here okay. in Houston. And, and it was my idea to bring, women who didn't know each other and um and it was really to make me comfortable to be honest with you because all of us uh, uh didn't know each other so we were all on an even playing field and right. getting to know each other and a lot of women walked away 
with some very dynamic friendships, but I can't mm-hmm. necessarily say I did from that experience. And that was my own damn thing I put together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I yeah. just, I just don't know what, and you, and you watch how I move. I just sit and I look right. and I pay attention. I'm very, I'm friendly. Then I go on by my business. You may not hear from me again until whatever event I'm deciding to go to. I can't tell you one person I went on a date with, <laughs> a friendship date with other than you. Yeah. But see, I, but you said so many things that you said a lot of loaded things, Tiffany. We can unpack that for like five hours. The first thing you said was about how you were, were not even open to it. I feel like anything that you want, it's just like marriage. You cannot come in with baggage and expect a man to pick that up mm-hmm. unless it's the right man and he sees that and he sees the beauty in you and he'll he will to a certain degree, you know, spoon feed you through that. Right. I feel like that's the way I am in friendships too. I I can I know when a person is hurt. I know when a person um is closed off. But again, that intrigues me. And I feel like at some degree God uses me with those kind of people because it's not necessarily that I'm trying to prove that, oh my God, you can have a good friend again and you'll never get hurt because the truth, that's a, a truth and a lie. The truth is you can have a good friend again, but the lie is, is that you, there's no such thing as not ever being hurt again. Right. There, even in good friendships, like my best friend, you know her, the Bible says faithful of the wounds of a friend. So you have to determine what kind of wound you want from people. If you hooking up with people who are just plain ignorant. And like you said, that's why you do. You sit back, you watch, you see what kind of people they are. And if you decide that you want to attach yourself to those kind of people, you already know that hurt is coming with that. You know that gossip is coming with that. You already know what comes with that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm very careful, too, with who I mingle with. Because I don't, at this point, I don't want to do mess and confusion. Exactly. But again, if you're not open to friendship, there's going to be a blockage there. And not only are you like that, you are giving off that vibe. You know, uh, people used to always say, you're slip hanging and you don't see it. Mm -hmm. You're slip hanging all out your dress. Right. And you think that, and I tell my daughter all the time, the very thing that people try to hide is the best, is the thing that people see. You know, you people try to hide they're, they're not confident when they walk in a room you can tell they're not confident because it's written all over their face mm-hmm. and they can be dressed bad to the bone they can have on little bit of shoes they can have they can be dressed to the nines right. and you can tell low self-esteem is all over them right and i think in friendships people pick mm-hmm. up on that so if you're not open i think that already closes the door you may mm-hmm. be you know like skinny dipping, you know, you're gonna put your little feet in the <laughs> put your toe in the pool first and see if you get hurt. Then I'm gonna put my whole foot, then I'm gonna put my leg. And it is progressive, but I feel like for me personally, when I'm meeting somebody, I am like, oh, I am just open. <laughs> right. Like I am like the light is shining bright because I trust people until they give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm not looking for, oh, I wonder, I wonder, because it's not a demon under every rock, and I don't have that much energy. I'm, I'm not trying to figure out how you move. I will see how you move because you're going to show me that over a period of time. Right. So, But I'm a very transparent person, too. When you spoke about transparency, I will tell you my whole life. But there are levels to transparency. And I'm not going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I'm being released to share with you something, or I get that unction to do so, I will do it. And I don't really care what you think about it. Right. But I think that's why a lot of people do gravitate to me because I am very open. And I mean, I sat with one girl that I met in a Facebook group. 
for six hours one day. And I was just listening to her talk. I talked just a little bit. You know, I can talk. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> I can talk. Though. I can go on and on. I just listen and listen and listen. And, you know, I gave her, you know, some advice or whatever. And she just said, just thank you for listening to me. I just felt honored that she shared so much of her life with me. I mean, it was like things deeply that I would probably tell somebody, but I would have to catch that vibe knowing that I'm safe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if I just met them. Because there are a lot of people that just meet me and literally when I meet people on Facebook, when I meet them for the first time, we're sitting there for three hours plus, like mm-hmm. literally. Right. Because the, the connection is just there. The way it goes from there, again, I, I don't try to make it go anywhere. I'm I'm just very intentional about just reaching out to people and then the reciprocation has to be there and then it can go wherever it goes. I, you know, I have to watch people and I pick up on stuff. I pick up on energy really, really well. Mm-hmm. And, and and I have to say, I've met some very nice, very kind-hearted, just beautiful women in general. Uh-huh. But just when you sit with people for hours and just watch how they work the room, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm picky. I don't know. But wrong with that. yeah, I, I just, you know, if I see things like you said earlier, like if you, if you, people are going to show you, you know, who they are and right. you can see where this person can possibly hurt me down the line. If I don't know you, you shouldn't be talking about people. Right. Um, now me personally, like I think I shared with you before I went out with somebody and she shared a whole lot with me. Stuff like that make me feel like you'll tell my business. I don't know what it is about it because I probably need to go to therapy for it. But I just feel like if you just tell me. Now, again, you could pick up on vibes where a person needs to have a listening ear where they know it ain't going nowhere. Right. You are, you are um, a person that don't know them from a can of paint so they can, you can give them the uh, advice that they may need to hear that right. they can't get from somebody who knows them. I am aware of those things, but sometimes some people, when they share, I'll be like, what is What are their motives by telling me all of this? I feel like they're, um, they're reaching for something from me to mm-hmm. share, to have something to talk about because I've experienced girls in these women, not with girls, but women in these friendship groups who just take a little bit of information about you and just make it bigger than what it needs to be in order to make them look popular. Cause I, you know, I right. have noticed some women, they like the attention of yeah. gossip. They like the attention right. of knowing something about somebody, being able to speak on somebody's right. life, being able to judge somebody's life. Listen, for one thing, I don't say nothing that I can't repeat. And I, if I right. if I say something to you and you repeat, I will cuss you slap out wherever I, <laughs> wherever I find you. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no reason for that. Right. Because you wouldn't want that from somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. But those are the things that let you know that those kind of people are just surface. And I'll say this, too. I am to be very honest with you. When I first started in just meeting people on Facebook, my intention was never to make friends. Mm -hmm. My intention was to have my social calendar book. Right. Because again, when I go in the room, I can talk to the wall if nobody is there. I'm going to find somebody to talk to. That's right. just my personality. It just happened to be so that I connect with different women when I go out. And 
to go back to what you said, if a person, if all, and so you have to think about it too. If another person is going out, some people are not there to make friends. Mm -hmm. Some people have solid friendship circles. Right. I have, I have several solid friendship circles. Mm -hmm. Um, just from just different parts of my life now, when I realized that I just didn't want to have just that one friend and be caught up, even though I do have a best friend, but people to go back to what you were saying earlier some people don't even know how to go deep they don't know how to have a decent conversation beyond mess because that's all that they know mm -hmm. they all they know is to connect and that's what i tell my daughter all the time i remember my brother was telling me the high school i, I graduated from it was drugs everywhere i said well where he said well you didn't do drugs, so those were not your kind of people. So you didn't gravitate to those people. Right. It's the same thing. You don't have to hold up a sign, up a, a sign and say, "Oh, I'm a gossiper. I'm messy. I like to talk about people." Those people, it's the energy they just vibe yeah. to one another like little magnets. Mm -hmm. And then when you start looking and you start meeting a lot of them, like the groups that we happen to be in that are the same, you start seeing the same type of women gravitating to one another. Mm -hmm. You start seeing the ones that are at, going to. Uh, places that have purpose and they used to then or if you go you start realizing different conversations that are in the room you hear pockets of mess and then you look up and you're not surprised who it's coming from mm -hmm. you know and then then a person will make you seem like you weird because you don't get down like that and that's what i've been isn't that a lot. something yeah isn't like that crazy can... how they think mm -hmm. something is wrong with you because you're not talking about people with them right but because that but honestly that has become the norm and and I'm just gonna say black women because we're black. It that just mm -hmm. has become the norm in, in black female friendships where we only feel like we can connect through somebody right. else's pain. You know, yeah. talking about somebody else, and that is so it's such a toxic and um, yeah. What's that word when you um? We talked about it before when you attach yourself to body to somebody. I said it's it's, it's trauma trauma bonding, bonding. exactly. It's, it's trauma bonding when you yeah. attach with when you meet somebody and y'all y'all connect over traumatic stuff, whether it's your trauma or somebody else's or right. just some effed up behavior that you have. Right. You know, and it's common. And you know a what? Lot. I would say this too. It it becomes trauma to me when all you're doing is talking about it. Yeah. It's like how are we healing from it? Like you said, you go to therapy. What are you doing so that that won't be? I, I mean, your whole life you going through this. Like I, every time I meet with you, we're about to. Ma'am, that's called retardation when there's no growth. I don't want to talk about the same, your same issue from 1986. Or if you're still talking about it, what? how have you grown and developed in that? Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because some people want to hold on to trauma because it's all that they have. It's comfortable. Because that's what they're used to bonding with people with because they don't know how to step outside of that trauma box and be like, oh, I could just really go to the movies with somebody. Oh, I could just really do this and I don't have to even, I can step outside of that. But some people, that's all that they have. So that's, that's just what they stick with. Right. And I just don't, I just don't have time. I just, I just don't have time for it. Now I do like I said, I'm a very open person. I listen to people. I know when people are leading with hurt. Right. That kind of stuff does not bother me at all. I'm more so wanting to embrace them and like, okay, well, let's see how I can become a be a be a friend to them. And I don't really ex and I I want to say that too. I don't necessarily expect anything in return. I'm gonna always be me, and I don't expect anything in return right away. 
But if I'm a friend to you and I've continuously been a friend, oh, I'm going to expect, I have some guidelines then. I have some expectations. Now, when do I know when that is? No. But you know when you're forming something with somebody. It's just like a, a when you boyfriend and girlfriend, you don't have the same expectations that you had from when you were just dating to them, when you got an exclusive relationship. It's a progressive thing. And only you and that person know. You know, only you and that person know when you go from surface, friendship the way we just talking about the sky or the weather oh girl how was your day today to where you develop that deep trust where hey i can really let down my guard and share my heart with you because it's not going to go anywhere well i definitely appreciate you wanting to get to know me through my pain and and being a beacon of hope and light for me in terms of friendship because i know my debbie down the air because i know because i can tell you like when people i can tell you right now women are attracted to you it's because of your energy Women want to be able to um, walk into a room and be able not be distracted by what somebody has on and and look at you eye to eye and speak and and not feel away or not you know not be insecure yeah. you know like you say it's a big it's a lot of it's insecurity not having a lot of confidence in yourself when you're not able to walk in and I can walk in and speak to everybody now but I'm gonna speak and go right. sit my butt down I ain't gonna be mingling with y'all. Or whatever. See, I can't. I can't. So you want to come out to an event with people, and then you want to go and sit in the corner. Okay. Okay, but see, I, I, I'm the one. Even because you, I know you make a lot of reference to romantic relationships and friendships. So I will say, even in my romantic relationships, you have to come to me. You have to approach me. You have to open up the conversation. Now, once you get me in the conversation, you got me. You know what right. I'm saying? But I'm just, I've never been that one to walk into the elevator and have a conversation with somebody. I'm, I don't okay. do elevator talk. Don't talk to me in the elevator, uh, Germany. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so you want to know if a person is vested first. Like, what are you bringing? You want, because to me, that's a trust thing. I want to know, it's like, show me your hand, I'll show you mine. Mm. I'm I'm the total opposite. I'm like I'm gonna show you my hands, my feet, my toes, <laughs> and then you can determine what you want to do with that. Because again, I don't have time to sit back and and wonder, you know, just about anything. I don't wonder people' motives. I don't wonder about any of that because I know I have enough discernment to know that it's gonna be shown to me. And even if they don't show it to me, I'm going to get the Holy Spirit is gonna give me an unction that something not right. But and also, it has never failed. But also, you have to consider as well that you're not looking for friends. You have a solid foundation. Whether we walk in or your out of your right. life or not is no bearing on how how your life is. It's not gonna it's like, but your best friend. Now, if she walked out of your life, that'll be something different. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's well, not it's not to say you don't care about the people that are moving around you. But you know right. what? If it don't work out, it don't work out and you keep it pushing. Right. You know, because the time factor. So, again, and then to me, Tiff, Tiffany, both people are responsible for that. Right. It's a give and take. It can't be I'm all in and you're not. Because at some point you have to let a person know. And, and that's where that vulnerability comes in. I am very vulnerable. I'm a very vulnerable person. I don't mind exposing myself because I know with any relationship, they're still going to be hurt. So I don't, I don't stay closed off because I feel like at this age in my life, 
if I stay closed off, am I really getting the full benefit of this relationship? That's the way I view it. Right. Am I allowing a person to clearly see me? Because again, I move from the lens of a person like you. If a person is closed off, if I stay closed off, what are we going to do? Sit up there and look at each other? <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, and I'll let you, and I'll come home, and, and, I know. and I'll come home and tell Larry, I don't even know why I wasted my time going there because they don't even talk to people. <laughs> that, and you the main one. I'm the main one. <laughs> main one. So that's why I don't mind the vulnerability because the vulnerability, how do you pronounce it? I don't mind it because I feel like there's going to be a connection. And it's not that I'm not looking for friends, Tiffany, because I don't think anybody should look for friends. I think friendships happen organically. Organically, Right. I do too. I I, I don't go into a space and with the mindset of, Oh, I wonder who I'm going to connect with and meet tonight. And who's going to be my friend. I don't, I go in like the song say, I came out. Have a good time. I just want to come and have a good time. And if I connect with somebody in that moment, I'm totally 100% open to seeing where it could go. I, I'm, I do have a best friend and people ask us this often. I believe somebody posted it in the group is, do you believe that you can have one best friend? Personally, for me, I do not. To me, a best friend is like a lover. I can only have one lover at a time. Because yeah, my- I was going to bring that up because I wanted to talk about your relationship because you, you I just... Listen, I just love the way that you express your relationship about her, with her, mm-hmm. your love and care for her. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, and again, we could, you can share as much as you want, but we, when you invited mm-hmm. me to her house for, um, what was that that she, that, uh, Sean had her it house? Rompers and Wine. Yes, Rompers and Wine. Mm-hmm. And you was very transparent about, I don't I can't I I don't want to use the word pursue, but you y'all were in the beginnings of y'all friendship and you were doing you know, like you took her to the country. Yes, I forget about that. Yeah, yeah. So you you talked about your journey and how you developed mm-hmm. and how where y'all on and I was just like, Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. ever loved me like that but my mama. Like You know what? <laughs> So, so it's tell a, me something before we move on to your entire your previous mm-hmm. best friend when you was twenty one. T- mm-hmm. Did you have that same level of love for her that you have t- for Tyresha? I'm glad you asked that question, uh, Monroe. I did, mm-hmm. but not. I actually did because when I love, my love is pure, and I'm the kind of person that if I'm there for you, I'm there for you. It's it's no question. I'm going to show up for you. I will give all of me. Now, the the depth of it is different, I will say, because Tyresha, she reciprocates, so I'm able to go deeper. Mm-hmm. See, the reciprocation is there, and the, the dynamics of the whole relationship is there, but when I had this relationship um, with someone I previously called my best friend, I, and I still love her. Mm-hmm. I still, I still, I actually still love her. Um, just some things have happened, and it's so crazy. Small things, mm. small things, but you have to be willing to work through those small things, you know. Um, but it's a totally. Let me just put it like this: say it like this. It's a totally different experience because they're two totally different people. Okay. So the the love was expressed differently based on what she was able to receive. Gotcha. 
because people receive love differently. If I'm giving you love, give you love, give you love. Again, some people like that trauma bonding. They can't even receive love unless it's crazy. I, I remember my brother told me he had this girlfriend who uh, asked him, why don't you why don't you love me? He said, what do you mean? She said, well, you don't hit on me. So everybody's definition of love is totally different based on you growing up, what you see. Right. And in friendship, your past experiences, you know, what you know how you saw your mom uh, relate to people how you see people around you relate to people mm-hmm. so it's just i'll say two different people two totally different experiences totally 100 percent. so when did you know that tyresha was your uh soulmate the love of your friendship life how did you uh, know that and then oh, oh look at you look at you I, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, what just happened i wish y'all could see this <laughs> that, that body language there and then i want to talk about the difference between your friendship with her and your friendship with your husband, but go ahead. Okay. So, and keep me on track. Okay. I can go off on a tangent. (laughs) But just a little backdrop, like I said, um, and I guess a little bit I can add to it. I've already said that I never felt like I needed friends because I could just talk to anybody anywhere I went. And then also with that, I've always shown up for people mm-hmm. i've always been there for, and now i have been a part of my church for going on 17 years so a lot of my i have friendships within that too um but they're more so just friends for church and you know some of them i i you know go out with them like on a personal level but anything anybody that's important to me that i've ever known if they're having something i'm the kind of person like i'm going to show up right. i'm gonna be there for you i'm gonna i'm going to just go all out mm-hmm. so um, I, but I never received that back from people, mm-hmm. but I never really noticed it either because that's just who I am. I'm a natural giver. It's actually hard for me to receive when people give me gifts. I appreciate them, but, but it, I have, I, sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be the one giving. I'm just a natural giver in, in just a lot of things. So when I met her, I met her at work in 2016 and um, my daughter was in the third grade, and she happened to win a art show okay. competition. Okay, and I'm literally just sitting there. We're partner teachers. So our classrooms were literally—it was almost like a, a Jack and Jill um, mm-hmm. restroom. And they went, uh, you know, our, we shared a suite, and so we used to come in and out of each other's classroom all the time. So we talked all of the time. And my daughter was having this event. I'm just mentioning it to her. I was like, oh, my gosh, Mackenzie um, won an art event, and she's going to be recognized at the board tonight. I mean, we're recognized at the board. She said, when? I said, girl, tonight. So I get to the board uh, meeting where my daughter's being recognized, and guess who I see? Her. I okay. see Tyresha. She's there. She beats me there. Mm-hmm. She not only beats me there, she saves a seat for me, my husband, and my daughter. What? Yes. And so, I number one, I thought it was super weird because and again, I don't even know why I would have thought it was weird because that's what I do. That's the kind of stuff I do. I've never had anybody do that for me, so it was weird to me at first. I was like, she was like, hey! She was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, hey. My husband was like, my husband was like, who is that? that? <laughs> Look, kind of like Larry do you. Who is yeah, that? Like Larry did me. Like, who is that? <laughs> and so um, I said, well, that's my partner teacher. So that was the first night that my husband actually met her. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it started from there I, because I was just so taken back. And she has consistently been herself because she's a natural giver as well. Mm. So, I, I mean, we have just been there for each other in the craziest. It, I don't even have the words for it. It's something that you really have to experience. That was the first experience. So, and then again, we would talk all the time because we were partner teachers. Not only would we talk about the students, it just evolved. When I met her, when she was a fiance with her, um, with just a girlfriend, then her, her guy proposed to her. So we've been through all of this, but it wasn't to answer your question. It wasn't until we were at the Georgia Brown Convention Center for our children, um, going on a college tour mm-hmm. and what i did not realize is something that i'm about to tell you so we go to the restroom across the street we leave them our children they go on to visit a different table and we go to the restroom and she asked me she says um germany do you have a best friend i said no i i, I don't have a best friend because at that time that other relationship i kind of realized it, it had fizzed out to that level and I said, well, actually, no, I, I, I don't have a best friend. I said, well, do you? And she says, well, no. She said, but John, this was her boyfriend at the time. She said, well, John said, uh, is Dorsey, we call each other, teachers normally call each other by their last name. Mm-hmm. So she said, well, John said that, is, is Dorsey your best friend? Because y'all are always together. I hadn't even noticed it, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. We did everything together. She was the first one that I thought about inviting anywhere. Mm-hmm. She was the first one that came to she has been my only friend that has come to all of my children's birthdays since i met her okay and my children are older they were little kids right like showed up with a gift showed up before the party started what can i help with all again she is reflective of me everything that i would do for somebody is what she was doing for me mm-hmm. um so we was having that conversation in the bathroom and i said you know what that's funny i said I told her, it's funny you should ask that because my husband had asked me the same thing. He said, baby, you and Tyrisha hang out a lot. Is that your best friend? And I was like, no, she's just a good friend. And I see her every day at work. And plus, since we saw each other at work, I thought it was just a default. It was just easy. <coughs> right. And we live and we live close. So it, she, it was just an easy thing. Mm-hmm. But when we sat in that moment and thought about it, it was like a little third grade student. So we looked at <laughs> Will you other. be my best friend? <laughs> yeah, we were like, so we gave each other a hug and we identified it like then and that's when we really identified it but i'll tell you even if we never put a title on it we know that that's what now they said what's understood doesn't need to be explained right that is how and i'm telling you I want to get teary out of right now. Like if she passed today, I I don't even know what my life would look like because she has been such when I tell you a blessing in my life, mm-hmm. like a, just a blessing of love. And to me, she's everything that I never knew I needed or wanted in a friend. Mm-hmm. Because again, I was the one giving, 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 showing up, showing up. Even to the point my daughter had given me a, a surprise party at Top Golf, and all these people were coming. And my daughter just burst into tears. And I was like, baby, what's the matter? And my daughter told me these exact words. She says, mama, she said, you always show up for everybody. I'm just happy people are showing up for you. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And so with Tyresha, I, I liken it until, for those who know the Bible, a David and a Jonathan relationship to where she will go against one of her own family members for me. Mm-hmm. 
where mm. you will swear to your own hurt to make sure that my friend is okay. And I will do the same for her. And actually, to be transparent, we've been in that situation because my sister, both of my sisters really didn't care for her. Mm-hmm. I guess they saw the closeness that we had. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't feel like I needed to choose because I don't, I don't choose. I just made it very clear that this is who she is in my life. And I'm not apologizing about that. Right. Because you're still my sister. But this is still my friend. And don't make me choose because I can sit right here today and honestly tell you I would choose my best friend. Why is that, though? Because they because, a- because they asked you to choose. Be- not because they asked me to choose, Tiffany, because the relationship that I have with both of my sisters, you know, I told you one I don't talk to because right. she left me and my family in Tennessee. Right. So that's a done deal. Right. Um. And then my uh, my my youngest sister, it's just never ha- it has never been the best of relationships. So at this point in my life, at forty one, I'm not choosing somebody just because they my blood. Mm. Because let's let let's just do an evaluation of it. Okay, I choose my sister. What do I get? Nothing. Mm. We don't talk. What would I get out of it? For, right. for saying, oh, I chose my blood because that's my family. That's who I grew up with. Because the flip side of that to me is because we grew up in the house together and because you're my blood, why did you treat me the way you do? Mm, okay. So you're mad at me now mm-hmm. because now, now you see a relationship and you want to be like that with me, but you're not willing to put in the work. Some people just some people just don't know how though. Well, if they don't know how, then you can't ask a person to choose. Well, true that. True that, that. that that's very selfish. That's, that's very, very true. selfish. If a person comes into your life and they exhibiting all these great traits, you're gonna cut them off for somebody else that have, that has attached themselves to other people and they are not giving you what you're giving them. That's very selfish. Selfish, right? You should That's be you should be celebrating that somebody loves your sister the way they love your sister. Yes, because right. guess what? My sister, my younger sister, has a friend that both of us have known since she was eleven. That's my sister's best friend. She is to my sister what Tyresha is to me. Mm-hmm. Both they have the same relationship, but I've never gotten jealous of it. Mm-hmm. I encourage it. I'm like, I'm so glad that you found that person that you can mesh with. But there are some people that want that person for them, but they don't want that for you. That's not that. So I can't choose you. I'm not choosing you when you being selfish. You get all the benefits, benefits of friendship, of going on trips with people. You hear that everywhere. You barely call me. You don't really check on me. I hear from you when it's time for one of your kids to have a birthday party. Or I hear from you when it's time for me to do something for you because you know that that's the kind of person that I am. And you asking me to give up this? Heck no. <laughs> no, and, 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 the, and that's the answer. I, right. And I'm not. Because, again, when you weigh what you would get, and you have to make a decision. The decision is e- very easy. I don't even have to think about it long. Mm. I would choose my best friend. And I would take to the bank that she would choose me too if she had to and she was in a similar situation. But her family, I mean, we know we have traveled extensively together. We know each other's families, our, our mothers, everything. And no it's only songs. been six years, right? Like it's it's been since two thousand and sixteen. And when I tell you it just evolved, it's doesn't it's nothing that you can make happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't wake up one day and say, well, I was looking for a best friend and I feel like if she die, we always talk about how it when we want to share something, she's one of the first two people that I think about sharing it with. It's her, my husband, or my mother. Those are the first three people I, I think about sharing with. And I'm sharing it to the first person that's available. Mm-hmm. But all of them will know. Mm-hmm. 
So she is up there. She's up there in that rank. And again, because it's been it's been a you know a reciprocal relationship. She's given and I've given. I've given and she's given. There's nothing that, and it would be so crazy. Like I remember, I don't know if you've ever felt this way about friendship, Tiffany, where you own the fence about asking somebody to go somewhere. You know, if you have an event or you're like, oh, I wonder will she even come or things like that. You know, it was always like, hey, we've arrived to the point where, hey, put this on your calendar. This is what we're doing on Saturday. Hey, mm-hmm. look at your calendar and put this on the 16th. Mm-hmm. We don't even ask each other, what are we doing? We have an understanding that these are things that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. But we also have an understanding of, although, and we talk about that too, although we have what we have established because I have experienced only one friend before, I do not just make myself Oh, I can only have one friend. That's my best friend. I extend myself to other people. I was going to ask you about that. How do you, because I, because again, Miss Dorsey be on the move. <laughs> so, and I know Tyresha is like me. She's an introvert. Now she does, yes. she will move around. She likes, like you say, she shows up for people and does stuff. But she, like me, she will prefer to stay home and watch Netflix and eat popcorn. Yes. So, so how do you, how do you all manage? I mean, cause I know, I think you've talked about this before about, you know, you have, cause she has very close friends outside of you. And so do you. So how does that, does that even affect or compromise your relationship with her? Do you get jealous if you feel like she's showing somebody else more attention or vice versa? I can honestly say no, because I know what I have with her. Mm-hmm. Like I can literally honestly, honestly say no. Um, there was one time I did, I don't want to say jealous. I just felt like this person was not for her and I had a time and I, and some, something came up and I was able to have the conversation with her. So I, I don't try to sway either way. Mm-hmm. I, I, she will have to bring something up before I say, I'm so glad you said that because this is what I wanted to share about that person. Right. I am a strong believer in letting people get to know people, people for who they are. They are Me too. And not putting a bit in their mouth and trying to control them and seeing, you know, and, and my and judging my having my own my opinion being somebody else's about somebody I just don't right but no I don't I don't think so because it's so funny it all of her best friends I've met them too well, well I'm not her best friends but her close her friends, close friends I've, right. I've met them too mm. all of my close friends she's met too so like I said no no stone has is has not every stone has been unturned okay like we are very intricate in each other's lives now do we and we always and we always know who we're going out with because she'll be like girl i met somebody in the group so and so i'm going out with her i probably didn't click with that person because and she always thanks me too she says germany thank you for pulling me out now i come out kicking and screaming because she is a lot like you she mm-hmm. would rather stay in the house She's very into family, very into her husband because she just got married. She's just a a very just secure person where she doesn't feel like she needs any more friends. She loves the experience because she's had friends, I mean, for 20, 30 years Mm -hmm. and she still talks through to this day, but she's very consistent with that. So, um, but I know she did share with me and she'll probably share it um, too, is that we've talked about this before so I can say it. When I was you're on this roller coaster ride, meeting all these people. She said, she told me I felt like that I would be left behind. She said, but every time I felt that way, you always would send me a text or call me and tell me something that 
let me know that I'm still your number one. You know, the, yeah, those, she mentioned that in one. Of, she, she mentioned that in one of the events that we were in when she was talking about yeah. you all's friendship. Yeah. So, and, and I feel like sometimes there is that insecurity, but it to me is just. But a friend, just like in a relationship, yeah, you're supposed to be secure on your own. But a person in a relationship with you, whether you it's a friendship secure. or a marriage, they have a responsibility right. of making you feel secure too. Mm-hmm. They do based on their actions, their mannerisms, the time that they spend with you, the investments that they make in your life. You you cannot say that I'm supposed to just be secure on my own because I'm very secure on my own. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to be secure in a friendship, what are you bringing to the table? Have I have I said something to you and I hear and I'm here repeated in different circles? Mm. I mean, you know, so, hey. So tell me, so, you know, so there's a thin line between Mm -hmm. relationships and friendships. So Mm -hmm. how do you view your relationship? Because, you know, a lot of us women, I don't, I read in an article one time that your husband should not be categorized as your best friend. He could be a level of friendship with you. Because that's how you establish your relationship and there's definitely things that right. you share. But it's totally different than a best friend with a female who you share probably some of the same things, maybe some of the things you share with your husband, but but a, a little a di- it's a different type of intimacy. Right. So have you found the difference between the two, with between her and your husband? Because I know you guys, you and your husband are very close and... Mm-hmm. You know, so have you found the difference in knowing how to balance the two without them bleeding? Because that's when a lot of your a lot of people mm-hmm. husbands don't like their wife's friends or vice versa. Right, but I believe that um, I think it's different too because both of us are married. But I also know too that people have to define their definition of best friend. Mm. Like what if people define that? in a way they probably can categorize their husband as their best friend mm-hmm. because they define their best friend in a particular way. For me, my husband is not my best friend. Mm-hmm. My husband is very, we are definitely friends. We're very close friends. I tell him everything. I tell him everything. But when I, if I'm telling him something and I'm telling my best friend something, it's going to be almost like I'll tell him, but I'm not going to get the response back. Not even that I'm looking for, but like an in-depth response. Men are just, they are to the point. They listen. They'll look. And half of the time he's looking like, well, baby, what do you want me to say? Or do because they're helpers. Yeah. Because they have, it's right. So he's trying to solve the problem Problem. or simply just help or give minimal feedback. Mm -hmm. I can bring the same topic to my best friend not only have we talked about that topic, that topic has spilled into another topic and <laughs> spilled into another topic. Next, <coughs> you look up and we are literally five or six hours in. And that's another thing that I just remember. This is when I also knew, like with Tyresha and I, we work together, like I said, but we would we talk every single day. We would be on break and talk every day. Mm-hmm. On Christmas break, we would talk in four and five hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I know people are like, what are y'all talking about? But we are literally like, talk, and not talking about people, we are literally like going in. She's the person that, like I said, there are depths to the relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we talk about literally everything. 
every single thing. So I'm not going to get the same response from my husband that I would get from my best friend or, or a woman for that, for that matter. matter. Right. Because they're, they're, you know, they're two different genders and we just operate totally different, you know? Um, but the bleeding part, there's not been a bleeding over because I'll say this, my husband respects the fact that I'm a ex, um, that I am an extrovert. Uh-huh. He he um he respects that I do form friendship. But he respects my friendship with Tyresha. He understands the the depths of it as well as her husband. Uh-huh. So and now we brought them in because literally we used to travel. I mean we and we still do, but now we make it like couples things. But we for our birthday we celebrate the whole month together right we plan all of our activities we do that together because we our birthdays are literally i'm april the first and she's april the third mm-hmm. so we just have so many commonalities but has it ever bled over or have i ever had my husband like check like chin check me and say hey you spending too much time with her no because i know how to balance out my relationship mm-hmm. and and i'm gonna just be honest with you if you if you it's not that much time in a day for um, for imbalance. You work, I work. <laughs> okay? You We come home, we see each other, we eat. It's not now if you both work like Monday through Friday and then you're going to spend all your time with just one person. You're not making time for your mate. Yes, that's an imbalance. But an imbalance to the point of what? I've never been the type of woman where I'm 100% under my man. That's boring. I know you. <laughs> we're, we're, we're intimate with each other. I want to move around because my name is not Rapunzel and I'm not letting down my head to let you up just to lay by me all day. That's boring to me. Because I, I tell you up. what, Larry was like, her husband don't care about her move. Germany need to no. sit down somewhere. Uh-uh. <laughs> and see, men, and, and my husband told me that too. He said, a man that does not understand your personality would think that you were out like, you know, having an affair or something. But that's not me. My husband gives one thing I love about my husband, I'm telling you, and, and, and I want every woman to be blessed with this. My husband allows me to freely be me mm-hmm. so so whatever that means if that means I, I need to be at a happy hour i need to go he freely allows germany to be germany and because he has done that he gets the best parts of me mm-hmm. so there is no imbalance because you allow me to be myself i'm not fighting with you saying oh i'm going here i don't care what you say we don't have those kind of um because he's much like you and Tyresha. I got to pull his butt out. Yeah. And now he has thanked me too. So when I'm in little, and listen, during football season, he hoping I have somewhere to go. Because he <laughs> wants to sit and watch every single game. So we know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we, so that's a part of knowing your mate too. If you know your, some people mates want them to, I want to just look at you. Baby, I know how you look. I have pictures of you all in my phone. <laughs> Listen, while I'm at happy, I will send me a selfie if you want to. <laughs> Wonderful and fine. But I'm not going to sit. That, that will bore me out. Now, I do have some times where I know when he wants me to be by him. Mm-hmm. And I will spend those hours with him. He doesn't even have to. This is the way my husband tells me. He says, baby, you want to watch a game with me? That's him asking me to spend time with him because he know I hate football. But guess what? I'm going to go upstairs and watch a game with him. And guess what? I'll spend that two or three hours because he knows 
goodbye and good night. I'm gone after that. <laughs> so that to me, I feel like it. And so the question that you asked to me is deeply rooted in, do you know who your spouse truly is? Mm. Are you secure in yourself knowing that, hey, I like to be in the house or she likes to be out? And then what kind of balance have you talked about or can you bring to where it's not an issue? Because if you were somebody and they want you to always be in the house, that's crazy. If you were somebody and they always want to want you to be club hopping, that's crazy too if that's not your desire mm -hmm. but the balance of it all is we're gonna come together guess what we're gonna be in the house together at times we're gonna go out together at times we you're gonna go out by yourself at times i'm gonna go out by myself at times but guess what i know my last name is still mrs dorsey <laughs> i still have a wedding ring on my finger because i know how to balance it and now our husbands actually are really good friends too like we literally we do, we do couples trips together. I mean, anytime we're, because we never consider anybody else. It's always us. Like in April, we're going to Cancun for our birthday. Mm -hmm. we, we we just always, we like I said, we say, hey, put this down in the calendar. This is what we're doing. So that's where, you know, that lies. We don't have uh, those type of issues. I wish, listen, I wish Larry would, because if I tell Larry, let's go on a couples trip, he'd be like, they ain't got nowhere else to go. Why they going with us? <laughs> See, but that's your husband. Yeah. And you ex you accept that about him. But see, my husband was like that too. But let me tell you what I was. I was on solo trips with other people. Oh, hey, you want to go somewhere? And finally, when my husband got tired of it, he said, well, I don't want you going anywhere without me. Okay, so when you packing your bags and you leave it? Because I'm not staying at home. And see, my mother-in-law, she does not believe women should be doing girls trips without their mm. husbands. She said, leaves mm too much room for temptation and no woman should be traveling out anywhere without her husband and no husband should ever okay. allow that so that means they both need to go to the grocery store together the gas station <laughs> together go to the park with the kids <coughs> together they both need to go to the doctor's appointments together because temptation lies just around the streets right you don't you don't have to go out to another country or be on a girl trip with your girls to to have an indiscretion mm -hmm. you can have it on your job so that means y'all both need to work together then too i guess so because yeah. that is to me an insecurity mm -hmm. when you say that no because who who lives by that to me i feel like that's like olden days yeah that's old you know, school you thinking that's old school and baby in old school had a lot of crazy stuff going on that they just didn't say they had a lot of crazy stuff going on incest people been molested you have you have a whole family and you got three five ten other kids over here but no we're not talking about that and guess what we do everything together <laughs> you do and you have a whole family and siblings that you don't know about mm. okay so some some things to me sound good right and you know, even in friendship, some people will say, "Oh, that that's not uh, a one day one." Okay, so what does that mean? I know um, we was when we all had went on our on our couples day. Uh, you and I and um, Peggy and her husband, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Larry had extra husband. Um, Germany sure do move around a lot. Like he did. I, yeah, that don't bother you. He was. She was. He said, and your husband said, "I've come." Uh, he said, one thing I learned is that the way the things that work out, you know, with Germany and her social life is very good for our marriage. Yeah. So just, and what, so what is, what, I didn't even ask, so Larry didn't ask him what that meant. So me and him been over here mm -hmm. trying to figure out, well, I wonder what he mean by that. Larry was like, I wonder if he meant like good, her ass gone or. Uh... No, I described it like, again, my husband, if he could choose my role, my husband would stay 
in the house 24 hours a day outside of work. He watches enough TV for the whole world. I've never met anybody, but him and Tyrisha to watch TV as much as they do. My husband is a homebody. Mm -hmm. He's a country guy. He grew up in the country. He is fine being here. And so that's why I said earlier, I had to tell him one time, my name is, is not Rapunzel. I'm not letting down my house so you can crawl up and I just sit in the council <laughs> with you all day. That's not what we do. No, that's not what I'm doing. So it works well for our relationship because when I, he is, like I said, he, my husband would literally, this is when I really know he wants this a long time too. That's where we differ too. I never need a long time. Mm -hmm. I never, never need a long time. I don't need um, to regroup myself to be around people. I just don't. My husband does. Like every time his birthday rolls around, he tells me this one sentence. And this is what he says every time. Please do not throw me a surprise party because I don't feel the need to have to want to entertain people mm. because he's just, again, he goes inward and I'm outward. Mm -hmm. So it work, what he means that is good for our marriages because when he wants to go inward and he does not want to be bothered by anybody, even including me, then if I'm gone at that time, it, it works perfectly for us because he has a long time. Like literally, I remember I didn't understand this when we first got married. I needed my husband to do something because uh, I had a time conflict with, with my girls and I had to take Mackenzie somewhere and Madison needs to be somewhere at the exact same time. So I told him, I said, baby, I'm going here. I need you to do, to do this. I will never forget. He said, that's not what I had planned for my day. So he literally still wants his time. Mm -hmm. Like it could be, he's into um, uh, paintballing and my husband will schedule his time. I never have to schedule time. Like, oh, I'm going to a restaurant by myself. I need to, I need to spend time with Germany. That's just not my personality. Right. So it does work for our marriage because sometimes he just, he goes inward. And a, a lot of times what I know is because he'll start gathering his stuff out of the bedroom. <laughs> I don't even say anything because I know where he's going. He's going upstairs to his man cave and I allow him that. Mm. So it works out too for me because if you always wanted to be out and I, I just want to go chill with my girls and that's going to present a problem for the both of us because you want to be out with me too. Because just like your mother-in-law said, we should go everywhere together. The devil is alive. No, we not. <laughs> I know Larry and I used to get picked at. We still get picked at now. Now we don't hang out as much as we used to, but we just wanted to be together for years. For years. Wrong with that. It was it was it was so much so that even when I went to my girlfriend events, he would come with me. He would come Ooh. with me. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Like baby. Uh, come on, latching on. And then no, and, and a lot of times I would go. I'm like, yeah, I'm finna go out and hang out with these girls, these ladies or whatever. I was like, you don't want to go with me? He was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And we, we all, his friends, because, you know, he has more friends than I do. So they always say how we attached at the hip. Now, me, with him going anywhere, because I enjoy, I go inward. So you go right. outward, okay? So I'm with your husband on that. So when Larry get ready to go somewhere, I'd be like, who child? But I love it when he's around me too. I just like it's it's, it's good for both ways are good for me. So what happened? Let me stay over here. I'm telling you, we back in business, y'all. Okay, sorry. We got the famous Germany Durst. We can't lose her. All Shut this up. great conversation. <laughs> you are so crazy. So I was saying before we got rudely disconnected. I want mm -hmm. you to um just based on your experience and some of the things that you've learned when going through this. Facebook group journey, just your journey in life. I don't even want to use Facebook mm -hmm. groups. Uh, just some tips on making friendships for women who are seeking friendship. You know, 
give people some tips on that. And also, I want you to talk about and use the word intention a lot, especially when I first met mm-hmm. you. You've been very intentional about a lot of things and how you move in your life. If you could just talk about that. Okay. Um, I'll talk about that first. Be, for me, in, intentional means that I'm going to do what I've committed to do regardless of the, of the response I get from a person mm-hmm. in friendship. Just I can use you, you as an example. I didn't know you from Adam, but again, I was so very intrigued by you. And you shared some things with me, and I, I can repeat them back because I hear you talk about them all the time, and you have your podcast about how closed you were. Right. But that didn't and how you know you had been hurt so how that you know right reflects how you interact with people but i didn't let that discourage me because i was very intentional and i'm very i text you almost every other day now there was a time i was texting <coughs> all the time because i told you i said god it just laid me laid you on my heart i don't know why and i'm intentional about those things if god lays somebody on my heart i'm immediately texting hey mm-hmm. you know hope all is well what's up i'm intentional about those things because i hope with you, I'm talking about you in particular, right. is what I'm showing you is I do want to pursue a friendship with you. Right. You know, um, for I don't even know for what reason. I just I just think that you are a cool person. And mm. as I have gotten to know you, like you said, I love the way you put the FIP, friend friendship in friends a friend progress. in progress. Yeah. So I guess I could talk uh, talk about the two at the same time because that would be my number one thing. I think for a lot of women where they find their disappointment is is identifying the word friend too soon mm-hmm. we will call anybody a friend we get mm-hmm. a good feeling about somebody hang around with them two or three times and i don't even like to say that people's representatives are present when you first meet them because that's a popular uh catchphrase to me i feel like that person is always present you just have not gotten to know every level of them right. when you first meet somebody you just you know it's surface talk everybody nice when you first meet them unless they just ignorant have attitude we've met people like that too mm-hmm. but so i'm talking about the people that you think are intentionally your friends sometimes you could just meet someone they're just nice people and then eventually down the line you see like oh i don't even know how i connected with her or even called her a friend because you shouldn't have called her a friend you should have given it time to see how it played out how has her loyalty been to you how do you define the friendship has she you know is there reciprocity there Mm -hmm. is there you know intentionality there do i hear from her um, and I don't even want to say as much as she hears from me, but it, you know when the, the scales are unbalanced right. and you know when you're the one pouring, pouring, pouring. And I've, like I said earlier, I will pour, pour, pour if God tells me to. Mm-hmm. And then I'll draw back if I need to. So that's my tip number one. Stop calling people your friend when you don't even know if these people are friends or if these people are out here trying to be a friend and make a friend. Some people, like I said earlier, they just want to feel their social hour and have fun with just reasonable people Mm -hmm. and move around all the time. That's number one. Number two, I talked about it earlier about being vulnerable. I'm one of those kind of people. I never, I always say this phrase, you do not know until you go. So you have to be open when it comes to friendships. You do not know until you go. So the flip of that is if I don't go, then I will never know. Mm -hmm. So that's why I am very intentional about seeking people out when I feel like there's something to be sought out. And then I will go as far as that person will allow me to with patience and kindness and grace and mercy and all that kind of stuff when I'm first getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then I, 
Another thing for me is you have to ask yourself, why are you even seeking friends? Like I said earlier, just allow relationships to happen organically, mm -hmm. especially if you're the kind of person that's, that will put yourself out. And that's another tip. Put yourself like a prostitute. <laughs> Some people are not like that. I'm like that. I will girl, uh, hold myself out in friendship. I don't care. And I and, Drop and it low and spread it wide for right. friends. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm thirsty for friendships. Right. You know me. I, got I have solid people in my life. If I never make one more friend, I am absolutely wonderful. But one thing I know, and I don't say this arrogantly, people need what I have. And right. that's the God in me. Mm. I know that like 100% for sure. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind sharing that. I feel like it's a part of what I'm called to do. So it, it really just makes my heart glad, you know, when I know that women connect. That's why I think another thing that's what we talked about too. Another tip is I just make this as a tip. Stop being selfish, you know, when it comes to making friends. I know a lot of people that don't mix their friend groups. Why? You scared that somebody going to like somebody better than they like you? That's an insecurity. Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing her around because I feel like, ooh, Germany have a nice personality. So um, I'm not going to bring her around because she may connect with somebody in the room. You're right, I am. Because <laughs> I'm going to be intentional with going around. And hey, you know, hey, my name is Germany. How are you? Not even because I'm trying to make a friend because it don't hurt nobody to be kind to people. So I'm gonna introduce you to Mika then. Oh, you can introduce me to Mika. That's fine. But I'm but you saying, can't have I, my friend. That's my friend. But I don't. But I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think people go in with the motive of stealing friends. Friend. Because, yeah, honestly, it makes no my, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any mm, sense because right. if I can steal your friend, y'all like. Well, if I can steal your friend, I don't even want her to be my friend because that means that somebody can come and do the same thing to me. Right. You know, there has to be a balance in it. Me and Tyra should talk about that all the time. If I introduce, like, for instance, if you introduce me to Mika, or, I, like, or if I introduce you to Tyresha, and I look up on Facebook and you and Tyresha out, y'all haven't told me nothing. That's like girl code. Like, you out now with a friend I introduce you to and you don't even say nothing. Not that I even have to be there, but what is your purpose for hiding? When, that, when I introduce you to that person, now I'm saying early on, that we, now we've all established something. We've all been out together. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's something you're going to mention anyway. Girl, me and so-and-so going, so can you make it? Or, hey, we decided to do this. So it's it, different friendships. Be open to them spinning off because my friendship with I know my friendship with Tyresha she's not going to get that from, from anybody else and I'm not going to get what she gives me from anybody else right so y'all are very so secure now, we're very secure and right. that's another tip being secure in your friendship and not being jealous and trying to hold people hostage that <laughs> is so very selfish to me right you holding somebody hostage because you think that or you looking on Facebook and you see they out with other people now you jealous jealous of what because they didn't invite you you not for every crowd every crowd is not for you every invite is not for you mm -hmm. I and I understand that mm -hmm. I went out with people I've seen I, and I don't guess, oh, well, why didn't they invite me? Because I wasn't supposed to be there. And they didn't want me there. And I'm not asking to be invited to places. Well, and it's not all the time that you're not even wanted. Sometimes people just don't even think about you and there's nothing wrong with that. But, but you know, with that instance, though, because people don't think about you, a lot of times people have an issue with not being thought about. Like, say for instance, right, like, so I had this... Um, and I and I don't even it was this episode I did before I had this this friend group of mine and we would always celebrate birthdays together. So these pictures popped up on social media with the regular crew except for me. 
Yeah. So I'm just well, like, well, I would take issue with that because, like you just said, regular crew. Right. So, so I'm just like, well, what happened? Like, what I do? So I went in, was like, well, what I do? Y'all mad about something and or whatever? And one of the young ladies was like, girl, don't be mad. You got friends. Da, 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 da. And then the girl whose situation it was, you know, she was just like, you know, I don't have many friends. And, you know, I see you. Um, moving around with a lot of people, a lot of people in your life. So they thought I was mad. I wasn't mad. My feelings were hurt. Those were hurt. My right, feelings yeah. were hurt because mm -hmm. this is something that we've always have done. Like I wasn't even invited right. to the 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 Christmas thing. I don't know what I've done, but once So you've been excluded. Yeah, so but once I realized about the birthday thing, I said to myself well, clearly, I'm not in the same space with them or her that I was before. Long as right. I know that, I'm fine. Right. I just didn't know it at the time. So when Christmas came around, I saw stuff I was able to like and love and, and celebrate and rejoice y'all stuff on social media. And I didn't feel a thing but joy, happiness, and, and, right. and Merry Christmas to all. You know what I mean? But it right. did hurt my feelings at first right. because... I was excluded and I and I wasn't thought about. Not I wasn't right. even thought about enough to say you're not invited. You know what I mean? Well, no, I I, I actually want to say that you were thought about. You just were not invited because you were purposely excluded. Mm. So you were thought about enough to be excluded because you have because the thoughts were that you had enough friends. Mm. So you don't need this group. And I think that's another tip too, Tiffany, in, in friendship, especially. I'm no longer afraid to say, you hurt my feelings. I, mm. I'm not going to just walk away. No, I want to have a conversation with you. Mm. At this point in my life, we're going to have a conversation, especially if I don't know what it is. And I think it's small because like any relationship, when you go through things, it builds character in that relationship. Uh, it's a, You cannot tell me that you have a best friend and y'all have never gotten into it. I would question that relationship. Mm -hmm. You mean you, and I don't mean like getting into it like a fight, but you mean to tell me that you, because uh, the Bible say, well, when everybody speak well of you, that means you faking and shaking, you one way with this person, one way with that person, mm -hmm. but everybody not supposed to like you. Right. So I'm very comfortable with saying, hey, you hurt my feelings, right. you know, I, instead of just walking away, because that's where a lot of people are. They're not, but that comes along with being vulnerable too. letting somebody know, hey, that hurt me, you know, or maybe you didn't mean to do that. But because I've had that experience in my past with somebody else. Right. Um, you know, that trigger, that was a trigger for me. Mm. And two, making sure you know what your triggers are because Sally ain't Jane. And Sally may not do the same things as Jane, but you don't cut Sally out at the at the neck because Sally reminded you of Jane. That's like, <laughs> I know a lot of people that remind me of a lot of people, but they not those people. Right. I mean, people just be in their head just making up like stories and then they look up and they don't have nobody because it's something wrong with you. Mm. Well, hell, I'm, 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 starting to listen. I'm starting to think that's me. Shit, I don't. <laughs> but you know what's so funny is, and one of my friends got on me about this, and they said they didn't appreciate the fact that I'm always saying that I don't have friends. Because I do. I do. Mm -hmm. I have a very good, solid core friendships in Florida, where I'm from. I do right. have some people here that I do. But I just don't see them every day. So I think... When I say that, I know we're all close friends. I think I just mean that I just don't have anybody that is my everything friend, which is kind of um, 
I don't want to say toxic, but unhealthy. it can be a little unhealthy. But, mm-hmm. you know, just my everything friend, kind of like you and a Tarisha, maybe not that deep because mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to bear my soul to anybody. I just don't know yet. I had See, to- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have all these barriers. And then removing those barriers, too, because you, you cannot be scared in friendship because they are what they are. Like, I mean... They just really are what they are. And you have to allow yourself to go through the process and trust the process with each individual person. Women are so I mean, mean, Germany, and that they can't. I be. don't know about your childhood, but we don't teach our children how to be friends. Especially yes. our daughters. We teach our daughters to uh protect and 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 defend and and right. you know, we don't teach them what you said, like being transparent, you know, being open with how you feel, mm-hmm. telling somebody you hurt my feelings. We are so uh, come uh I had took my granddaughter, I talked about this before, to this party. And and they had a little kid room. She walked in the kid room, all the little girl, nobody spoke when she walked in. They looking at she ain't but four years, they looking at her up and down, like what she got on, rolling her right. eyes. Taylor came out, Roy. I, I don't want to be back there, Roy. They're not nice. Right. They just weren't nice little girls. You know right. why? Because their mammies right. weren't nice. Right. And you know what? As a teacher, Mom Roy, I'm glad you said that. I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. When I see little girls with those nasty, funky attitudes mm-hmm. and I meet their mom, right. I, the apple hadn't even, baby, it hadn't even fallen from the tree. Right. It's stuck. <laughs> a lot of times you can, you know, your attitude is indignant of your mother's. Right. Um, especially if you have not even identified it. I know those snobby girls. And when I meet their mothers, their mothers are she, she, poo, poo. And every relationship is based on what they have, how they look, everybody in their friend circle, you know, looks like uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And they don't have nothing else going on but that. But right. a look. And posing for the, and for the gram and good luck to them. Because mm-hmm. I could care less. But I think that's um, that's very important, too, to teach your daughters because I actually do. I teach my daughters because friendship, again, was never important to me. Now that I realize how important it is, I teach my daughter now more so what a friend is, what a friend looks like, and what a friend is not. Mm. And I even, and I'm glad you said that, too, because my daughter, my oldest daughter is 22. And she called me one day about something that one of her friends did. And I know this. I know her friend. They've known each other since um, since middle school. And I had to caution her because she wanted to walk away. I said, okay. I said, let's think about this. I said, because if you're going to walk away from everybody, you're not going to have anybody. Because mm-hmm. that's a lot of people. First thing, why she know what she did. I'm just leaving. Some people don't know what they've done. <laughs> right. Some people don't. And some people know what they have done. But that doesn't mean that the friendship has to end. That just means that there's a crucial conversation that needs to take place. Right. And two mature people have to be at that level to have a crucial conversation and then based on that conversation you decide okay is it is it a fork in a row now do i need to go left and you need to go right mm-hmm. or can we or can we just keep on a straight and narrow with each other because we realized that was something that we never want to go through again and i won't put myself in that situation with you again and you won't do that and you know that that was a hurt that cuts deep i didn't even know you felt that way i didn't even know you felt that way okay let's hug it out and and be friends it don't happen just like that in 30 minutes but those are two mature people coming to the table knowing that the only answer is not to walk away. Right. It's not. And that's what I had to walk my daughter through. I had to walk her through that process. Let's think about if you do walk away, y'all have history. That's not a reason to stay friends, but the, the offense she committed, it's like you going to, going to jail 
for 85 years for stealing a snicker bar out the store. The punishment does not fit the crime. So, but but if, but again, if you lead with hurt all the time, any little prick, you can prick your finger. Oh, she ain't a prick no more. <laughs> like, ma'am, put a Band-Aid on that. Y'all go try to work that out with a conversation and move on. Because people, and then people get pricked and they'll be like, well, I, I knew she felt that way because back in 1955, I remember, and you be bringing up all kind of stuff out the chest, just be, just making a whole story. And they created a story. They created a whole YouTube page about it. Just making up stuff in your mind. It's just, it can get so convoluted and crazy. And that's why I say making those having those crucial conversations Wait a minute, Germany, hold on one second one second well yeah you are so right because i know what my daughter um when she's having conflict with her friends and she want to walk away i said and i tell her and I, you know i'm notorious for walking away but i but i try to tell her i say don't walk away from it i say have a conversation get a better understanding of what the situation is resolve it and if and then place them somewhere else in your life right. maybe they're not i know the thing for me is i've always been bad at putting people in places in my life where they didn't belong because right. I loved and liked them so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. so now I know my living room friends from my bedroom friends. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it took me a long Absolutely. time to get to that point. So I had to start t telling her, I said, you, you will never have any darn friends. I said, you need to be able, God, don't, I thought I got rid of this. Hold on. I said, you need to be able to resolve the conflict that you're having with your friend and and if you if something is that you just can't once you repair it and it's just never the same just place them somewhere else because you were friends right. with them for a reason now if this person is toxic right. that's something different you know right but if you can work it out work it out you know right and and that's the thing that happened with me and my former best friend we mm -hmm. tried we had a conversation I brought some things to her that she had done to me. I brought some things to her that she had done to me. And when I asked her about it, do you know what her response was? What? Oh, uh, um, I just made it up. Hmm. And and she was actually shocked that I would that I was calling to the carpenter. Because one thing that, that's another tip that I've learned too. Don't sweep things under the rug thinking time is going to heal things. No, a conversation needs to be had about a lot of things. Because every time that same person offends you especially if you have not grown to the point like you said where you know how to categorize them yet mm -hmm. then every little thing that they say you're going to always be offended by the last 10 things they did that you never addressed mm -hmm. and then you'll be upset with yourself i'm not sitting gonna be upset with myself because i don't know how to be woman enough to come and approach you about your ignorant behavior but so again we're, we're not we're not we're not taught that we're not taught to walk to go to our friend and say Germany, you hey there, uh, Germany. Um, you hurt me, or I don't like the way you treated me when we was out amongst. I don't. You embarrassed me. It didn't make me feel good. And mm -hmm. now Germany, because she doesn't understand um, about having these conversations. Now you all defensive, bitch. I'm a good friend to you. What you mean? Right. You know. So now we have a bigger yeah. misunderstanding right. because we don't know how to communicate. Well, no, because she doesn't know how to communicate. Because right. if a person is coming to you and they're trying to reason with you and you are defensive, it's two reasons. Number one, your pride and, and you can't even believe somebody approached you about your crazy behavior. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be called out on it. 
you don't want to admit that you're wrong and then you don't even know how to deal with conflict resolution that's a big one conflict resolution how do you deal with somebody when an issue has occurred in in a relationship do you just walk away or can we have a conversation and again if you can't then for me i have to put you somewhere else because with any relationship is going to be something else and mm-hmm. if i feel like i cannot come and talk to you and like you said you said that um we haven't been taught, but it, there has to come a point where the dysfunction has to stop. You know, even though I haven't been, I haven't been taught any of this, mm-hmm. I've grown to this. Right. I feel like people should grow to certain things. It's just like saying that, you you know, like they say, insanity is doing the same things over and over and over and over again. One thing I really admire about you, Tiffany, is you know the issues that you deal with, but you, you always say, but that's why I have a therapist. That's why I go to counseling because mm-hmm. we know sometimes the crazy thoughts in our head that will make us react some type of way, but we know that in order to get a response and move forward, people, I need to hear another thought pattern on that. I do. And then when we talk to people, we realize, okay, it wasn't as big as I made it seem. Mm. I probably blew that up out of proportion. And guess what? You'll be, a, again, you might as well go ahead and just buy you an island because you'll be the only <laughs> person on it. And I just don't want to live my life like that. Right. I, I, I understand that uh, people die. You know, people pass, and I'm talking about literally. I don't want to be that person who has uh, had my life only locked up with four people, and I can't function outside of that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I got you. Because we're not we're not meant to be here alone. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm going out rushing to find friends, but I know people are gonna die. No, <laughs> I'm just keenly aware of the way life works, and I'm keenly aware of that. You need friendships, especially to me. More importantly, in your latter years, mm-hmm. you need good solid friendship connections and like i said earlier i'm just open to all of that and i and i don't feel like my friendship journey is over with anybody i feel like i'm gonna meet a lot of more other women but i know a lot of it is for ministry though and i and i know that 100 percent. and then god will allow it to some of them to develop uh to be close to me because everybody cannot be close to me because when they get to know me they realize yeah, she a little, she a little, you know, she love God too much. Or, you know, she mm-hmm. wants to talk about God all the time. No, I don't want to talk about God all the time, but he's a big part of my life. And he's, he's a big part of the way I am able to facilitate a lot of what I do mm-hmm. with people and with friends. Mm-hmm. So I like to see yeah. that too. Just, just thinking about on, you know, our tenure, I, I just looking back, I can, de- even though you don't lead verbally, with scripture and God and stuff, I can see it coming from you and the way you move and everything. And I think, like yeah. you said, that's what people are attracted to your light because I think intuitively we all want to be that that beacon, that light, that that energy mm-hmm. that brings people towards you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all of us don't have that gift, you know. Yeah. And, and sometimes I don't want them to come towards me. I want them to go towards other people. <laughs> I, I want, that's why, again, I don't mind inviting 10 people out because my prayer is that, hey, hopefully three or four of them connect and they'll spin off and do something. Mm. I, 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 I don't mind bringing people together. I actually love it because, hey, if y'all have had, and then uh, people trust me so they know if I'm bringing women together, it must be something I see in each one of these women. I'm hoping that somebody will make some type of connection to where it will establish maybe a best friendship or really just somebody that's just solid, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what I would. Cause I, I've never experienced that until 2016 and what I have with my best friend, 
I, I wish that for every woman. I, <coughs> I really do. It's just like when people say, I never understood it, but I I understand it now where it says it's better, it's better to have love than never have loved at all. Because the experience that you get with love, it's just, it's, 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 it's you can't even compare it. It's like, it can't even be explained. It has to be experienced, mm -hmm. you know? And I wish that for everybody. I wish that in love and just, relationship and then that in friendship too where you you know that when you when something happened that's my ride right. like i like i like i don't even have to like i said like earlier i was almost brought to tears when i think about my best friend when i think about the blessing that she has been in my life to make me believe or even make me realize that i even needed a friend I in that in that capacity, I, I know when we was at that event and you were talking about that, you did cry that day talking, and and it honestly is just, it's just such a beautiful thing to see and and to know and and to know that it can exist between two women, two black women, healthy mm -hmm. a healthy friendship where yeah. you know. You could bear everything, but because I think I, I don't even know what you said, but I was reading your post in the group when it was talking about can you have more than one best friend. Mm -hmm. I read it. I was like, wow. But what really stood out was, I guess you made some reference to being naked, but you said not literally. She hasn't seen right. me naked. Why, why she hasn't seen and your vagina? Why hasn't she seen she your vagina? Seen naked. No, she's seen me naked several times. Oh. I was finna say, now Mika says good friends send vagina pictures. No, literally, baby. She has seen me We have seen each other naked several times. We do because we room together. No, but I mean, I meant naked. I when I for that particular post, I I wasn't talking about naked like on the outside. I'm, right. I'm like talking like where I can lay everything bare and open with her mm -hmm. without feeling like I'm gonna be judged, without feeling like she's not gonna be my friend, without feeling like oh, I wonder what she's gonna think. No, I can be one hundred percent. I guess another word I can use is transparent. Where I and then it's it's it is so crazy. I'll tell you this: we know each other so well. I remember we were in, and it's happened so many times. We were we were on a, a trip for our birthday last year, and one of her good friends from like twenty five years ago, son passed away, and we were rooming with the people we invited. So we were right next door to each other. I was rooming with the two ladies I invited, and she was rooming with her two close friends that she invited. And she uh, called me, and she said. She said, hey, um, Susan um, Susan called me and told me her son passed. I said, okay, friend. Hung up the phone. I knew she was crying. Mm. I got up, immediately put on. She didn't sound like she was crying at all. Mm -hmm. I knew she needed me. Right. Got up, put on my clothes, went over there. As soon as she saw me, she just, just collapsed in my arms. Mm -hmm. And she said, how did you know? I said, because I know you. Mm -hmm. And it was so crazy because her close friend that was in the room, she was like, I didn't even know. I said, because I know my friend. Mm -hmm. I pay attention to her. It's, it's literally like a soul tie that I cannot explain. Like, I know her. Like, mm -hmm. I know her. I, I can perceive a need before she even asks for it. That's the kind of relationship we have. That's Same nice. with me. I'll be going through something. We'll be on the phone talking at work. And th these are her exact words. I'll be right over. <laughs> that sounds like her too. That sounds like her. And she just it, she embraces me because she knows that's what I need at that moment. It's like we know what each other need at different moments. Like we've cried with each other. We, I mean, it's just like I said. It's a. I feel warm and fuzzy right now just even talking about it. Like that is the lover of my soul so far as a friend. Mm -hmm.
Like I know my soul is protected with her. Well, I, I love that. I, and the, the, the protection part is big for me because I think that's what a lot of friendship lack is yeah. you protecting your mm-hmm. friendship. And, and, not, and, and it's not just about, you know, people talking about you. It's like making right. like you feeling secure like you would with your, your husband. You you right. know you know you don't want to be with a man who just gonna leave the doors unlocked and let anybody just come on in the right. house and just That's violate right. the family. That's right. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. And people should know that. People should right. know that I I can't violate her. Like it's it should it should be something that's so clear it's unspoken. Mm-hmm. And you should walk and with a character where I should know I can't even approach you about uh like for instance you mentioned Mika I shouldn't be able to. Say nothing but, oh, I love Mika Hale. Girl, mm-hmm. she was looking good on Facebook. I know those are the only things that I should ever be speaking. Again, right. Anything anything personal or trying to, you know, if I get wind of something, I don't have a right to address you about that. Right. That's your friend. Exactly. And if you want to uh, say know something about her, I need to go and talk to her. That's mm-hmm. the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. I only feel comfortable sharing what a person has already shared. Share. If they've mm-hmm. already shared it on the public platform, mm-hmm. and that means that they're comfortable with it being shared, it's something that they feel, and me and my best friend talk about it all the time, that I will share that. But mm-hmm. it's something that you have told me in confidence. But see, people are like, <laughs> they'll tell, and that gives me pause. If you tell me something about somebody, I'm a strong believer in, that's their business to tell. Mm-hmm. If I wanted you to know, I would have personally told, told you. you. Mm-hmm. And because there are, some, there are some lines that even with me and my best friend, we don't cross when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. There are some things, like even you've told me some things about you, because that's my best friend. My best friend don't know everything about uh, uh, Tiffany. Right. And, it, and you because shouldn't. Because it's, it's not for her to know. Right. You know it's, just like, it's, it's just like pillow talk with your man. If your man is your best friend, that scares me because are you telling him all my business? Are you pillow talking my business with him? Right. You know, so some things there's a there's a defining line between what you share and what you don't. And I should be able to trust your heart that if I'm telling you something, that it stays exactly where it is. And that's with you. Unless mm-hmm. I say something like, oh, girl, you can share it because I know you're going to be talking to so-and-so. It's mm-hmm. nothing I really care about. But if it's something in true confidence and I'm talking to you about it, and that's why a lot of people, I'm going to just be honest with you, Tiffany. I think that's why a lot of people are commit suicide these days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have those people that they can just go to and know, again, like you said, being safe. Mm-hmm. Feeling just like, I, I I feel like I am safe with this person. Like, I know that whatever I'm doing is, or however I'm feeling, I can go to that person. And I know that the feedback they're going to give me is is is, is solid. I, like, because I'm the kind of person, I don't care what you think. I'm going to be honest with you. Right. I don't, it don't matter. I don't care what you think about it. Because at the end of the day, if I tell you a lie, you could blame me and I could feel responsible for your death if you have it. I should have told her the truth. That's not going to be on my head. I know that's right. Baby, please. <laughs> I'd rather tell you the truth in love and move on with my life and be done. I know that's right. Good night. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, okay, FIP, this has been a great conversation. Like I said, I yeah. could talk to you for, like, we get on the phone, we be talking. Like, you, matter of fact, you talked me all the way home last night. Come on, 50 minutes. Into the house, into the office, and Larry was like, "Who are you talking to?" And then he's like, "Now he heard your voice." He said, well, "Never mind, never mind." <laughs> Girl, that's why you have to know when you calling me. Be what? Be ye ready? Right, right. Or, or just act like you got to hang up the phone and, and, and say good night because I hang up the phone on people all the time and act like the phone uh, hung up, but it's really me. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna uh, listen to listen back. And write down those tips on friendship, and and I got your little your little subliminal messages or whatever. I'm gonna try to open myself up a little bit. 
but they're not subliminal. They're really things that I go by. I know you, and, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I know you. Like, my friendship is with you, so I don't really care about with the friendships you have with other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't bother me, and I don't really care. I but mean, you I'm know that I can't be here alone either, and I can't, and I need to open myself up to yes. some level Right. Of a friendship with people. I'm gonna get yeah. there. I, I'm getting yeah, you old. You gonna get there? But I'm old. I'm 51. Tiffany, I'm, I'm getting old. Child. You're I'm getting 51 and look and look doggone child, good. But okay. I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired it's of not saying that. I listen. But you're saying that you don't want to put in the effort because you old and tired. I am. But honestly, it takes a lot of energy to put. Like you have the energy, but for me. To put in energy and 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 give people a, a chance to be a good friend to me as I am, it, that, it's a lot. It's draining. So when it doesn't work out, like say if it's you're dating somebody and you like this person, he mm-hmm. give you vibes that that he really likes you, he's into you, and you think you're going somewhere. You thinking a relationship is progressing to a better place, but he like, oh, this just a a, a fling until. Right. I haven't established. But that's what I I told you before, too. That's why I don't go in with expectations with people. I let people set the expectation because I know who I am and I know what I'm willing to give and bring to the table. Mm -hmm. I I let them set the expectation. I have no expectations of anybody I meet at all. None. Mm Not, not one. Larry, Larry always said, "Ooh, all, something wrong with all of y'all. Just be, be friends and go look, go jump rope. <laughs> exactly. Go sit down and jump rope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, you, Germany. Listen, child. Jesus. I appreciate you and um, make sure you uh, I'm gonna let everybody know you was on here because you 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 real popular. I'm pretty sure they want to hear what you got to say." Well, and I thank you for having me and even, um, you know, uh, taking notice. I, I never even thought I would be talking about friendships because uh, I haven't had friendships very long. But I do. I love it. And I, I, I appreciate it. I, I'm just I confused. I'm, con- me. I'm confused by trying to figure out how y'all make the yeah. shit work. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out. What I'm what I'm doing wrong because honestly no, I am, I am the common denominator so I'm always you trying are. to figure out what what can I do different for things to be and I I am and I ain't gonna lie I am a very difficult person like you, you say are. you you say you know you I know me you you literally have to chip. You have to want to be my friend to be my friend. Right. And, and so that's what I'm, and I know that about you. Mm. I know that. And, 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 but it takes a person who's willing to wait that out. So, so I feel like if somebody gives up before you done got to the soft part, then we mm-hmm. weren't, we weren't meant to be friends. But that's not true because how long do you keep somebody on probation? It's like keeping somebody on probation for eight years and they stole something out the store. Well, so but I, like so you say, you, you, when you know, when you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? They may just hit but that. But it don't take that long. It don't take that long. They just may hit that. One, they may hit that one crack where all the walls fall down and all the light comes through. But it doesn't even happen like that. It it, 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 it that that could take ten days. It could take ten 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 years. Right. I don't know. Right. You know. But 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 with your crazy stuff, when you come in the room and don't talk to nobody, and you go right and sit down. Listen. That's exactly what you did at the wine thing. Listen. You got your plate. <laughs> and I on, on purpose I was like I'm not going over there to talk to Tiffany 
because I could, but I'm not. I invited her for a reason. I invited you for a reason. You always, don't be doing me like that. Don't be inviting me places and leave me by myself. But but it but it was a beautiful experience. It was, and I met Tasha. We have not been able to get out and do anything, but we text occasionally, and I really liked her. So yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, you would have been proud of me last night. I went to a uh uh to, in the friend group. I went to the uh, happy hour, the uh, margarita at the Los Cucos. Oh yeah, I saw your picture. You yeah. were looking all youthful and stuff. I walked right in. I spoke to Did everybody. I was very friendly, you know. You would have—that's because you met these women before. <laughs> well, well, but see, I met them. I seen them at Reed's house at the Christmas thing, and I wasn't as sociable. So I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. But you know, even I could, I could meet them before and still walk in and just speak and sit in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. we're not friends. We're just friendly. So, but right. I was just. But you got to get to know people though right. beyond being friendly. Right. So you can't just go sit in the corner. You have to force yourself. Like I know I it's do. a lot for introverts. Yeah, you know, I do have Tyresha to force tells myself. Tyresha me that all the time. She was like, "I'm, I'm just drained, and I'd be mm -hmm. on fire, child. I'd be ready to go to the next event. I'd be like, Whew, okay, Tiffany, get your mind together, get your, get yourself together. You finna walk in. You cute. I tell you, you cute. You stay cute. Blow you up cute. Walk in there and do your thing. And I and I went by myself. Miss Germany wasn't there to hold my hand or ignore me. So <laughs> I am not gonna ignore you, girl. Shut up. <laughs> Listen, I'm too old for this. I feel like I'm a kid in the in the playground or in the in the sandbox. No, or some but, shit. but I will say, even in my year of knowing you, you have grown. Have. You've grown. I, I, th I think you really have. I think that you choose to hold on to certain things. Um, I was really, I really, I was really, 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 really hurt. And I just said I would never, ever put myself in that. Because it took me forever. I was even, for the longest time, I was even afraid to admit that I was hurt a year later. And then one day I got on my podcast and said, you know what? Someone who was my friend, I'm not going to say she wasn't a friend because she was a friend at the time. We just no longer friends. She right. hurt me and I'm still healing. I'm still yeah. hurt. And I think that's another thing as women, we're afraid to share that our friend broke our heart and we have yeah. to go through the phases of death and heal. And, and I think a part of me is still healing because I do have a right. huge uh, trust issue with people. You know, I don't want to yeah, tell, I, I don't want to tell anybody anything. I don't want to share nothing. I don't I understand, need, but I, I understand that. You know, and I think that's the only part that's left. That's the only part that's left. It's still kind of broken. But you can still do, it's just like having an accident and having a traumatic accident and not, and only doing that one thing. You can heal and do other things at the same time too. You can heal and still develop and create things with other people. Mm -hmm. You can do both of those at the same time. Okay. With caution. Uh, okay. Uh, but you can do both. Okay, Dr. Dorsey. Thank you Good for night. coming. Thank you for coming to Jess Tiffany podcast. I definitely appreciate you and your wisdom and your insight and you coming on here being intentional and authentic and transparent about your friendship journey. I, that's what I love and admire about you. That's what I'm attracted to. The God well, in you. Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> thank you, Tiffany. I love you. Too. All right. All right, girl. Well, we will definitely talk later. Okay. All right. Tomorrow. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. -bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>